very good morning to you, Peter. How are you doing? Good morning, Silvana. I'm fantastic. Good morning to the listeners on this fabulous Friday morning. Yes, I was just saying, I absolutely love your background. Now, just to the listeners, I'm telling you the view that I'm seeing now, lots of beautiful books. And uh, Peter reckons it's uh, cookbooks. Yes, it's one of my <laughs> my downfalls is I, I cannot resist buying and reading and devouring cookbooks. So I have this massive collection behind me that I've amassed love, over love probably it. the last 30 odd years. Mm. Yeah. So uh, today, it's my favorite thing in the world. Yes. So today, Peter, very interesting and one of my favorite. Today we talk pizza. Yes, indeed. Pizza. Yes, it seems to be probably the most popular fast food in the world by, by, by most accounts. I think um, everybody, there's no one who doesn't love pizza. I think, mm. uh, I think I've think i yet to meet someone who says, oh, no, I don't like pizza. I think there, there are plenty of people who don't eat pizza because they don't like the starch, but there's no one who doesn't like pizza. That, I think, for me, is the, would have been the strangest thing I've ever heard is to someone admit that they didn't eat pizza or didn't like pizza. Yes. So I think it's one of those things. But I, and I suppose... But for me, it's also become a little bit bastardized. You see filled crusts and you now see these things that are advertised and it's three layers of pizza on top of each other. And I think they're just getting absolutely ridiculous. I, for me, uh, pizza is about simplicity. For me, the, the simpler, the better. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big fan of, a, of a, just a nice margarita with maybe one or two ingredients on. And, and I will say now, unequivocally on the radio, I am one of those who are not in the pineapple camp. I do not believe <laughs> that pineapple has any place on a pizza. Uh-huh. Yes, no, I, I can, I can that, share that said, those sentiments, yeah. most definitely. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, the, um, uh, uh, sweet pizzas um, uh, that are, are becoming quite a thing. In fact, it's an interesting story. A number of years ago, I, I actually represented South Africa in an international pizza-making competition in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's a there's a competition. It's actually the the, the the South African leg of it's running in Johannesburg at the moment. It's part of a competition called the Global Pizza Challenge. And this country, um, so they have a, a, a national kind of pro, um, competition, and then pizza makers from about 25 different countries compete together in Sydney. Um, and I won the competition a couple of years ago in South Africa, so I competed. I represented South Africa in Sydney. And one of the things we had to do was we had to make a dessert pizza, which mm-hmm. was quite a new thing for me, something I'd never done before. Um, um, so that was quite interesting. My, my, my savoury pizza was kind of like a – I wanted to do something that was kind of South African, that was a little bit unique, that was going to be a bit weird. Well, it, well, it turned out to be weird because none of the judges kind of had any frame of reference for it. I did like a margarita base – and then I made like an ostrich baburti. So I made like a baburti kind of with ostrich mints uh-huh. that I dolloped all over the pizza. And then I made that, like the custard you pour over, I made a version of that and put that on top and that kind of caramelized and baked uh-huh. and I served it with fresh coriander. Yes. But um, when I got there and realized that no one had any frame of reference for either ostrich mints or baburti, that I was uh, I was doomed to, to, to not do very, very well. But... Um, the surprising thing was, I actually won the I won the the dessert competition. I had this fantastic clock. Oh wow! Um, from my yeah, uh-huh. so that was quite a cool one because that was also thrust upon us. Yes, um, it was kind of like we didn't know till like two days before I left for Sydney that oh, oh they've now added they've got a new sponsor, so they've now added a a second pizza to the competition. Mm-hmm. So I had to I didn't have time to practice it. Um, in, in fact, I arrived the night before the 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 uh, 
pizza uh, competition took place and I had to make my pizza dough in my hotel room. Oh wow. Um, one of the organizers <laughs> yes. there, I made it with a with a with a with a with a beer. So and also the good pizza bases you need to make the, the dough at least ideally 12 to 24 hours in advance. Mm-hmm. Basically you, you let the you let the um, the dough ferment. Um, so basically what it does is it breaks down the starch and that's how you get those lovely kind of um, Neapolitan sort of those chewy bases that, mm-hmm. that puff up around the edges um, that are crisp on the bottom but remain a, a bit of chew to them. Anyway, so I had to make I had to make um, I arrived at like uh, nine o'clock in the evening and the guy picked me up and organized the ingredients for me. So I had uh, I had a, a, some flour, some yeast, and I had a, a salt. And then I took I brought a beer with me that I used in my it was my secret ingredient. But they didn't have a bowl. All they could get for me were one of those massive. Um, champagne coolers Mm -hmm. so i had to literally take all the stuff off of the sort of dressing table and use that as my workbench um i've got some photos of it somewhere me kneading (laughs) dough on on this table a man with a plan (laughs) yeah yeah, and then i put into this big champagne cooler and covered it with a wet towel Uh um but so i used the savory base for the for the sweet pizza and my topping was was um I used Nutella as the base, mm. and then I found these beautiful fresh figs. So I put fresh figs on yes. um, with toasted hazelnuts, and then I made an Italian meringue. So so basically it's a meringue made with a hot sugar syrup, mm-hmm. and you dollop that on. It's quite soft. And as you put that into the pizza oven, it caramelizes and goes all gooey as, as all Ooh. melted marshmallows do. Uh-huh. And then when it came out, I put little dollops of um, mascarpone cheese on and some grated chocolate. It was almost like a, a kind of like a, it was mm. going to be like a, a, the idea was like a black forest idea. Yes. But I couldn't find any cherries. And I found these beautiful fresh figs at the market where we were competing. So that mm. was my, excuse me, <laughs> that was my dessert pizza, which. Yes. Unbeknownst to me, I'd won the competition. I won the, the new the new thing. There was this massive kind of um, uh, lunch and a prize giving, and I'd given up because I knew people had were, thought my my ostrich entry was quite bizarre. Uh-huh. So I'd resigned myself to the fact that I was in Sydney for a week and I was going to go and eat at some restaurants and actually spent two days on the set of, um, of uh, MasterChef Australia with the judges. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. And then out of the blue, someone said, no, you've got to go up. You've got to go up. And uh, there I'd won this pizza thing. Wow. I got this beautiful prize. And I think it was like a, a thousand Aussie dollars, which is probably about 10,000 rand. Oh, wow. Uh, which That's then amazing. meant that we could eat out the whole week. Yes, so we, of course. We kind of, myself and the guy I was traveling with, we kind of picked one good restaurant that we would go to because uh-huh. it was expensive. Yes. And now that was it. We decided that was it. There was this, it was a sign that we could eat out every night at good restaurants because we this 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 prize giving money was a windfall. So mm. so yeah. So dessert pizzas can have their place. But, oh wow! Um, yeah, absolutely amazing. For oh, I'm ones, feeling hungry suddenly. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> yeah, but for, for normal savory ones, I'm I say I'm a, a good dough is is for me probably the, the best the, the good base. I don't like it too stodgy. I like a little bit of chew to it as long as it bubbles up around the edges. Mm. And and, um, and and good mozzarella. You know, you can use the expensive mozzarella, um, the buffalo mozzarella, but but these days they actually make mozzarella, the, the ones you get in, in the in the logs, specifically mm-hmm. for, for, for cooking, particularly on pizzas. And I was actually involved in, um, in, in judging it. Um, for the national dairy championships this year, mm-hmm. and and it's an interesting an, it's an interesting test they do for 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 mozzarella for pizza, is um, 
they get out they weigh out i think it's a, it's 50 grams of grated mozzarella mm-hmm. and they put it on a on a on a glass plate that has a a number of circles around so you pack it in the middle and you you heat it under one of these little television grills those little tv grills you put stuff underneath mm-hmm. for for a minute and then you measure how so this is how they grade the mozzarella they measure at how it melts and how wow. far on the plate it expands and whether there's whether there's water on the outside yes. and then they have this stretch test where they put a they put a fork into it and they lift it up and you need to be able to lift it um what is it 40 centimeters oh, so you need to be able to pull it up from the table to, and that's how they judge whether mozzarella is good for, for for putting on pizzas and good quality in it there's certain characteristics it has to have can't have too much oil, too much water. Mm. It has to have a that stretch factor. Really quite interesting how they judge it. Yeah, very interesting. So making pizza is not as simple as it sounds. Mm, definitely. Now tell me, Peter, do you like the thin base or the thicker base? Yeah, no, I, I prefer the thin base. For me, you know, the, the base is kind of like the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's the it, it carries the it carries the topping. Yes. So so I I don't like a big thick stodgy kind of base. Mm. You get those kind of deep dish kind of vibes. That for me is just too bready, you know. No, that, that's that, true. That, I like a nice thin crust, a nice little chewy bits on the outside, on on the on the around the outside of it. But I like a nice thin base. Mm. You, you can pick up and it doesn't fold over and bend. Definitely. It still maintains the integrity. An interesting thing mm-hmm. that I learned from someone who worked in a pizza restaurant, because the curse of always eating pizza, it's always great in a pizza restaurant. Comes straight out of the oven, straight to the table, yes. and it's fabulous. Mm. And and when you get it, when you have it as a takeaway at home, it's just never quite the same. True. That's and there's an true. interesting reason for that. And there's a great trick. Really? And that is, yeah, the trick huh. is when you order takeaway pizza, tell them not to cut the pizza up. Because okay. what happens is, is the moment they cut the pizza with the wheel, unless it's coming to the table, that cheese kind of oozes in between all those slices and mm. the base loses its integrity. Oh. So the cheese starts to fill in the cracks where it's been cut. And what it does is that the the, the base gets more liquid on it than it should do, and so the base becomes a little sog- soggy. Yeah, soggy. Because it's Ugh, in the box. I can't, yeah. Yeah. So yes. that's it. So, so the secret is, do not, do not um, cut the pizza. Ask them not to cut your base. And oh, then the wow. second thing is, is put your oven on if you've got electricity at the time. Put uh-huh. your oven on to about two hundred, yes. and then when you get the pizza stick it in the oven for a couple of minutes it'll just help to bring it back to life the cheese will start to bubble mm. again just for two or three minutes yeah and you'll find that your pizza is almost the same as when you get it in a pizza restaurant Absolutely. same kind of quality as if it's just come out the oven and also to get rid of that sogginess because i'm also not a fan of mm. the sogginess yeah yeah that's mm. it yeah very much so wow, but yeah, the, the first tip. is get them not to cut the pizza for you very, very and interesting. And be amazed at the difference. Yes. Well, traditionally, traditionally in Italy, um, in, in Naples, which is where, where pizzas are in, originated, uh, I mean, there's reference in, in, in food literature uh-huh. of, of the word pizza that goes back to 900 AD. Mm-hmm. But, but pizzas first became popular in the 18th century in yes. Naples. And still there, traditionally, they don't cut the pizza when they you get the pizza and it comes to your table. It's not cut into slices. That's for you to do. Because that's how the pizza maintains its integrity. They don't slice it up because it's better when you get it on the table. And we mm-hmm. just become lazy because we just want to pick up a slice. Yes. Um, the pizza is much better if you cut it in, cut it yourself. Wow. Amazing. Oh, I, I'm so glad that I have that tip now as well. <laughs> that top secret. Thank you, Peter, for sharing. Yes. Mm.
Yes. And then, you know, so, what, so, Savannah, what are your favorite? What are your favorite pizza toppings? What do you like on pizza? Well, I definitely don't like pineapple. That's I can share the same <laughs> sentiments. It's just it doesn't belong in a pizza, you know. But what no. I do love is I think I like a nice meaty pizza. That is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I love a nice meaty yeah, and pizza. Also, yeah, that's what I like. I like a little bit of uh, uh, salami. Yes. And the, the other thing that I find which is strange on pizzas, which I can't get my head around, is chicken. Mm. Um, it always seems so dry. You know, yeah. if you look at the kind of meat that is on pizza traditionally, you've either got um, like a fatty sausage, uh, like a pepperoni or salami, mm. or you've yes. got bacon or ham. Or if you've got cooked meat, it's usually like a bolognese mix. Yes. So it's it's quite moist. And I just find chicken, chicken is always dry because mm. it's always, it's always it needs to be cooked before it goes on. So it's already overcooked before it goes on the pizza. Yeah. And then it gets cooked again. And it just, for me, chicken on pizza is also yeah, a bit of like a it's like a rubbery. I, I kind of, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, and, I, I kind of put chicken and, and in the same category as, as pineapple. And yeah. I think it's just been on there because people just keep wanting to have more inventive toppings yeah and i'm not sure it works well on a pizza that's so true and now they still add all this barbecue sauce to sort of make the, the oh, chicken a little bit moist yeah. and it's all yeah, you're tasting is it. sauce really you know but yeah, still the rubbery it. chicken coming through yeah 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 it doesn't change doesn't take the chicken more yes. moist at all they are very yeah. true yeah so yes very interesting today i think i'm going to get some pizza this weekend what are you up yeah. to this weekend well, I'm, I'm doing a, a charity dinner this evening, and mm. I, but I also, now that I've meant, spoken, I, I do see pizza in my future sometime <laughs> over the weekend. There is, in, I'm, we're blessed in Hart Bay. We have, we have, I mean, it's interesting, in fact, we have a pizza place that's actually been voted best pizza in Africa. Okay. Um, and that's Massimo's. So uh-huh. if any of you in, uh, in, in Hart Bay um, or ever in the Hart Bay, it's certainly worth a drive. Definitely, it's certainly the best pizza that I've ever tasted. Wow. But it's been voted best pizza in Africa. That's Massimo's. Um, here in Hart Bay, so that's we'll, we'll see a trip to Massimo's definitely. sometime over the weekend. I should I should take a drive out there. I'm all the way out in Brockenfell, so that would be a nice drive oh, for me. I yes. tell you what, it's it's the pizza's well worth the drive, definitely. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Peter, thank you so much for all those tips and that top secret. Thank you so much for this week's program. Silvana, it's always a pleasure. And and to the listeners, until we chat again next week, may the source be with you. May the source be with you. Bye for now. Bye.